Hey everyone, it's Noelle. Um, this is just a weird week of weird episodes for you. For those who didn't see on my Instagram story, um, my living room flooded from a leak somewhere in my roof slash ceiling. It started coming down through my ceiling light. I have like a titty light, so it was just like the forbidden milk was draining into my living room, flooding the whole entire thing. Anyway, it's been a whole ordeal, and the fun part about living in like a slumlord-ran apartment complex is that they never get anything done. So I have a giant hole in my ceiling, and they have been telling me every day that they're coming to fix it, and then it always gets pushed back. So I love that. Um, with that being said, <laughs> I canceled the podcast this week thinking that... Um, I would have construction going on in my apartment, literally like people tearing my fucking roof off. But uh, that's not the case as they decided uh, that they weren't going to come out today. So they're going to come out apparently Thursday now. Who fucking knows? If I'm homeless, support us on Patreon, patreon.com backslash freaky geeks. <laughs> um, but any speaking of Patreon, um, in honor of not taking my word back and giving Chelsea and myself a bit of a break because of the chaos that is my life, I don't know what my grandma did to curse our family line, but here we are. Um, no new episode, but what I am going to do is put a Patreon episode that Kari and I just recently did, kind of about relationships, kind of more about Reddit, um, on here. So if you subscribe to Patreon, you got to listen to this a few weeks ago, and if you don't... You get to listen to it now. <laughs> okay, great. I think that's enough time. Hell yeah. Hi, exactly everyone. 10 seconds. Hello. You don't even have to stop it. We'll just keep going. Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> I cut that part out. It's the only bit of editing that I do. Yeah. It's right at the beginning. Oh, perfect. Everything else? You have to keep it. Fuck it. Yeah, it's terrifying. Speaking of... <laughs> on this last episode, I talked about how no one DMs me anymore and yeah. no one sends me hate mail. Oh. And um, naturally, I got some DMs today. Yeah, of course. And they were fantastic. Okay, and I'm ready. I'm going to read them to you before we start. How can you read a picture of a penis? Just out of curiosity. <laughs> <laughs> They're even better. So the first one is, Dear Noelle, I heard the latest podcast, and in my opinion, the reason no one is DMing you anymore is because you are a serial monogamous person, and most people in Utah are either in a relationship or married. Can't speak for the rest of the world. <laughs> and to most people, I would assume trying to hit up a girl in a relationship is just futile. Just a thought. Also, I think you are very beautiful, so don't put yourself down. Think of Thank you for your time. Love. Dude, he, like, shot his shot, though. Did you see that? Like, at the end was, like... You know, but most people are like monogamists. By the way, are you like maybe polyamorous? Because I would love to hit that. I know. Like, oh my God. So he was shooting his shot. Yeah, what I appreciate it so much. And then the next oh. one is, hey, Noel, thanks for the podcast and everything you do for the SLC Geek community. Also, I just wanted to help you add to your hate mail that you wanted. I guess you're a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Low effort hate so, mail. I love thank it. Thank you so much. Um... <laughs> No one has slid into my DMs for, no one ha ever has, frankly. Like, there's dick pics, but I don't even consider that sliding in my DMs because they're not sh trying to shoot their shot. They're just trying to, like, get themselves off. Yeah, that's what it is. It's like, basically, they just want to, like, involve themselves in a woman's life that they hate. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
And or they're like hoping for me to publicly humiliate them. Because they love we found out there's this guy named Geed Wild. And like he has all these Facebook accounts. He's from Utah because he used to be friends with this girl that I know. Mm-hmm. And his like he's got a couple, so it's G-E-E-D-W-I-L-D-E. Just so anybody was curious. And sometimes he does wild geed, geed wild, but he sends all these women like like some of them are disgusting and some of them are like him sincerely trying. And like oh all God. the messages I've so I decided to like investigate and I went to his Twitter and I found that he was following all of these like subdom, like oh fun, like God. fin dom, like public shaming. Like so he was totally getting off on like when we would like I called him out mm-hmm. and he was totally just jerking off to my call yeah. out. Yeah. So stupid. Yeah. That's when that. I started analyzing. I was like, Facebook call outs are dumb. Yeah, the you can't <laughs> because 99% of the time they want it. Yeah, really bad too. Mm-hmm. Like they're gonna print out. You know how like on Reddit they like print out pictures of cam girls and like jerk off and then take a picture of it. Mm-hmm. Come tributes. That? Yeah, come tributes. They just do that, but like to your Facebook posts, <laughs> like your. I know Facebook they are. Posts. I know they are, dude. I know they are. Oh, um, I hope so. Has anyone slid into your DMs recently? Uh, let's find out here. I actually. So, have you noticed that Instagram DMs are clearing out automatically, or is that just a setting that I have? They are. Okay, cool. Um, because I only have I think eighteen right now, and before <laughs> it used to be like a hundred. 30 or something like that yeah so i have one from 54 weeks ago which i think means that somebody reactivated their account and it was them apologizing for my dead dog oh which you know is what? so fun i love that <laughs> yeah so i have one from a week ago that just says hey how are you i just wanted to say i love your great cosplay and one that just says hey so i'm doing okay i think <laughs> <laughs> your one cosplay my one cosplay. He's like, you are cosplay. absolutely slaying the cosplay game i love it when people like they're like, oh, can we interview you for our cosplay podcast? I was like, there's not, like, there's no, like, um, it's I, not rare. Mm-hmm. Like, they're everywhere. Cosplayers mm-hmm. are every- Why would you ask one single? I have done one, and I never want to do it again. I have done a cosplay. Yeah. Yeah, why? I hate, I hated having my picture taken. Sure. I hated the stress of getting dressed, and mm-hmm. I hate makeup. I hate it. Okay. I can't stand it. And like, yeah. I like makeup, like when you and me and Rachel go out and we're so cute and mm-hmm. we're like, it's the one, like one time a month that we go out and like, mm-hmm. it's super hot. I love mm-hmm. that. Like, I like being part of a terrifying hot girl pack. Yeah. 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 But the whole convention, I felt like, I don't know how I felt. I have to come to terms with like why I didn't like that experience. And it's not because of you guys. I loved meeting with you. I loved dancing. I liked performing. Mm-hmm. I thought that was fun. Yeah. Even when I messed up, I thought it was fun. That's fun. <laughs> <laughs> but I like, I don't know what it was. I think also I got like a run in my tights and I felt really bad about it. I don't know. It's when you haven't been doing cosplay yeah. and things start to fall apart, you fall apart as well. Yeah. But when you've been doing it for a while, you uh, honestly assume that like things are going to break the day of, things yeah. are going to break when they're on you That's and exactly it's going to be a fucking disaster. Yeah, that's exactly, and I couldn't cope with the fact that it wasn't, like, it's not that I wanted it to be perfect or that anybody rained on my parade, it's just not, I just didn't have a realistic expectation of what I was going to feel like and Mm -hmm. what I was going to look like, and, like, I loved the way that I looked, and I loved the way everything turned out, just the experience itself was so high stress, Mm -hmm. and I guess the rewards didn't even out for me, Mm -hmm. so, why do you do it? Why do you cosplay? Like, what's the motivation? I'm an attention-seeking whore. Yeah, me too! (laughs) Me too! So I thought that maybe I'd like it more, but for some reason, like, I felt really, like, one part that really bothered me is after... After the after we did our performance, mm-hmm. I went straight home and took off all of my makeup. Even though we had a panel like three hours later, mm-hmm. I had to go home and take off all of my makeup. It's because I felt like claustrophobic. I really think it's like some sort of complex mm-hmm. that like 
I just, it's not like, I'm not trying to be a cool girl who doesn't like makeup. Like I wear eyeliner and I mm -hmm. wear like a concealer under my eyes. Like it's not that. It's just like, I think that there's something like, I think I, it's because I have eczema. I'm afraid something bad's going to happen to my skin. I mean, that's fair. Yeah. I hate the feeling of wearing lots of makeup and yeah. I do with every look and it's very uncomfortable yeah. wearing contacts lashes and a wig i think we're on the same level there. is it's just I, uncomfortable it's very uncomfortable yeah. but i'm like such a sucker for mm -hmm. pain like and looking fucking hot because of that pain exactly when like you look it, at those mm -hmm. photos again you're like a masochist you're like oh and it's literally just that like everything about my makeup was fine it was just like liner and thick eyelashes but yeah. that fucking color like was jaundicey i didn't even notice so you're talking about a collie right mm -hmm. yeah it's her makeup's so simple and easy that it's hard not to look pretty fucking hot you know yeah. what i mean like so i'm definitely gonna like i plan on reshooting a collie completely we should all do that we yeah. should all reshoot because in the original photos that we took i'm not even wearing my correct headpiece mm -hmm. or hat and you can tell you look self-conscious in those photos i look self-conscious like oh i wasn't wearing the right wig mm -hmm. i didn't have my correct wig uh, yeah. it wasn't styled i wasn't wearing my right wig like i had a ponytail attachment but i didn't have that so mm -hmm. i just had this flat wig yeah versus akali's big ponytail my hat wasn't the right hat that was just a trucker hat that rachel spray painted oh yeah that's right i um, remember the morning of mm -hmm. she was it was like up until four, four in the morning finishing yeah. hers um my shoes weren't there and my costume wasn't finished and none of my accessories had shown up do you still do you have the original shoes that you bought like the high tops the somewhere i think yeah but you still you liked those right like the original high tops that you bought yeah, they were all right. Mm -hmm. I mean, oh, I they had stars on them. That's what it was. Yeah. You didn't see the stars. I didn't see the stars when yeah. I bought. I thought they were black high top Nikes. That's a bummer. They were. They had stars on they them. They were shittier. But it's okay. Yeah. It's whatever. It was a fun experience. Akali really is think. so popular now that I could go on Amazon and replace those shoes in a heartbeat. You could replace the whole fucking costume at I this mean, point. I mean, yeah, shit. but the jacket. I've seen people who have worn the Amazon purchased or internet purchased costume of a collie, and that jacket looks like shit when it's yeah. not fitted to you. You look like the Michelin Man. Yeah, exactly. It turns out that, like, even though we had our gripes with all of our costumes, ours turned out like some of the Evelyns I've seen have been like, you look like a streetwalker. Yeah. Like, they look cheap. Like a, yeah, absolutely. The, the metallic material that they use for Evelyn's skirt yeah. looks cheap. It looks so cheap. It's Party City. Yeah, so, we did so good, honestly. Yeah. If you look at like other groups that have popped up, we fucking killed it. Yeah, a thousand so, percent. We should reshoot those. I plan on it. Yeah, I want to do that real bad. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, that's gonna... <laughs> not even what we're talking about. No, I'm actually, I came, I came here to my own office mm -hmm. to read Noelle Reddit posts because I'm obsessed with Reddit relationships because I like giving myself a panic attack. Mm -hmm, sure. Like I love to like read especially the cheating posts and be like, stresses me oh out. my God, maybe I'm getting cheated on. I have now. never, I've only been in one relationship where I wasn't cheated on. Yeah, same. So that would like yeah. stress me the fuck out. And to be fair, like um, he was probably the person who has never cheated on me, but he was probably emotionally cheating on me. Oh, for sure. Like, for like text. I know that he and his ex had like a weird thing for a few months. Um, so I'm not like, but he didn't physically cheat on me like everyone else. Yeah, did. that's the exact same thing. So the only person who didn't cheat on me was my Mm -hmm. And except that I remember like he started taking these like right around the end of our relationship like when we both knew it was over He was like taking really long bus routes and one time my friend was at like their mutual friend's house and he showed up mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, that's weird. Like he just has been like taking longer to get home from school on the bus She was like, yeah, well, he's been coming over to so-and-so's house and it was this girl that I knew he had a crush on But at that point I didn't care. Yeah at that point. I was like, whatever. Yeah. I'm done with this relationship But yeah, he's the only one who didn't cheat on me, but he was definitely like stopping in setting something up Dude, it's, I, 
I don't know if it's like my lack of caring. Yeah. But um, the thought of being cheated on used to like cripple me in relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I stopped caring. And I, I think I've said this on the podcast before. I think like the reason why my relationship with kind of like fell apart is because um, I would say to myself, like, if he ever did cheat on me, he's wrong because I'm the most perfect person to ever walk in his life. Yeah. I'm the most um, attractive person he'll ever meet. Mm. Like I literally convinced myself of that. Like so much so that he could have like slept with some person and it would not have like phased me because I was like, I'm the best. I'm like, the best. You made a huge mistake. Yeah. And yeah. so like my ego was so high and then that's why I could just like break that relationship off because yeah. I was just like, I'm literally a god. Yeah. Like I will step on your face. And so okay. I just like ended it and walked away and had no feelings whatsoever about it because I had like in a in a defense mechanism type of way yeah. about like trying to convince myself that I'm worthy and people shouldn't cheat on me. Yeah. I turned myself into an egotistical monster. Oh, but I love that though. Isn't it's it such insane? A, like you wrap yourself in a cocoon. I, listen, Noel, in terms of you, I'm always about self-preservation. When you do whatever you need, listen, if I have to murder a child so you can use their stem cells Thank to you. feel younger, I'll do it. I don't Thank even, you. it's not a thing. I appreciate it. Yeah, no, like I understand how the cocoon keeps you delusional and like stops your self growth though. Mm-hmm. So I get like how that is bad for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the other end of the spectrum, like I feel the same way at this point where it's like, I think that in past relationships where it's felt bad where somebody would cheat on you, it's because I didn't have a way out financially. Mm, yeah. So I was like desperate to be like, well, where am I going to go? Like, where am I going to live? Mm-hmm. But at this point where I'm like finally like super stable financially, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> if someone's going to yeah. cheat on me, I'll just leave them homeless. <laughs> I feel that. Like being um, like living on my own and being on my own and paying my own bills and like no. literally this is the most by myself I've ever been. Um, it's a powerful place to be. Oh, yeah. I don't rely on anybody for anything. No. Like, not even a little bit. And I used to kind of before, and this is like 100% doing it on my own. And yeah. It's, it's wild if, how powerful it makes you feel. Do you feel like, are there any like negative side effects, like just depending on yourself, or do you feel like you're just growing more powerful every day? Um, A little bit of both. I feel so exhausted. Yeah. Um, Things are a lot harder. Um, when you're completely alone, like if you wake up and you don't feel good, um, you still have to like do your life. Like there's no one there to like help out, you know? Um, that's one of the things that I like missed about being in a relationship with someone who lived with you was that you could just be like, I don't feel good. And then they would like take the dogs out and get you soup and you could be babied. Oh, you're Um, a baby. Yeah. And then (laughs) that doesn't happen. And, you know, you wake up late. And you still have to like do your morning routine. And so you're like racing to take your dogs out and you're doing it all by yourself. And then it's just like trying to juggle the whole entire life of basically being a single mom of two. Yeah. It's like, it's a little exhausting sometimes, but. Yeah, it's a lot for sure. I haven't lived alone for a really long time, but like I'm one of the, I'm a serial monogamous too, same as you. Mm-hmm. But when I did, like right after my divorce, I lived alone for about a year before Skylar and I moved in together. Mm-hmm. And it was the craziest thing how like if I was sick or depressed on a weekend, I could literally lay on the floor for 12 hours without interacting with anyone. Yeah, no one knows. It was so crazy. Yeah. Like that was the weirdest part is like I'd have those like 
what if I die? Nobody's going to find me for like at least a day. Yeah. Sort of deal. Yeah. But I mean, you would, if we didn't, like if Rachel and I texted you and didn't hear from you in like six hours, we'd come finding like, I'd hunting so. for you. Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't even be six hours. It'd be like three. And I'd be like, where's Noel? I haven't heard from like, her. I haven't heard from her. And I'd be like, I'm going to Noel's apartment. <laughs> like, the best. Yeah, it would definitely. Also my like chronic anxiety of thinking I'm going to get murdered yeah. has just shot out the window. Like I don't sleep. And I was struggling with sleep before, but um, when uh, Jake does stay the night with me. Mm-hmm. He's very aware of how I don't sleep. Yeah. And he's like, you don't sleep. He you. suddenly realizes how unhealthy you are. Yeah. <laughs> and there's someone there to like call me on my bullshit. Yeah. I'm just like, I don't feel good. And he's like, that's because you haven't fucking slept. Like, <laughs> you went to bed at two in the morning and then woke up at five, yeah. like straight up, like fucking Frankenstein. I think that's you, me, and Rachel's, like, biggest bonding thing is that none of us have any sense of self-preservation. So, like, one of us will be like, I haven't slept for 48 hours. And we'll be like, that's normal. That's fine. Yeah. Like, whatever. That sounds all right. Yeah, you haven't ate for a week. Like, yeah. oh, yeah. Uh-huh. That'll happen. Feel that. Like, yeah. none of us can, like, force each other out of our bed. No. So you, you can't tell someone that they should take care of themselves in those ways when you don't even do it yourself. Yeah, like, when and you I, have insomnia, you're not going <laughs> to. I recognize that wholeheartedly. Yeah, it's good. Game recognizes game. What is yeah. up? Um, yeah. Okay, so th- we picked some really good ones i picked like a whole bunch for you to choose from yes and you whittled it down to these ones these aren't the best that i have to offer but i'm saving them for future episodes yeah um so are you ready do it okay tell me the the story the first one so so on reddit relationships people are basically posting their relationships and they're asking for advice so i think the format that we're going to do is i'm going to read it to noelle you are welcome to interrupt and Mm -hmm. comment because i think that's fucking hilarious um and then if Noah has comments, we'll go from there. If I have comments, we'll go from there. And then I'll try and find some really good comments as well, okay, if there great. are any. Usually they're upvoted to the top. So this one is, so there's two. There's this one, the original one, and then an update to it. Okay. So, oh, it's been removed. Never mind. So we're just going to read. Oops. Now I closed it. Did you see? Great job. <laughs> great <laughs> IT great. skills. <laughs> <laughs> IT management at its finest. I'm oh. doing a great job. We just have to Google this one. Hold on. I can't just skip it because it's too good. The update is too good. What was removed? Um, The whole post. Isn't that wild? We might be able to cache it, though. Why? No. Um, People, like, they want to delete their Reddit history because sometimes they're, like, significant others will find it. Oh, yeah. I forgot you can, like, go to someone's profile and see Uh every single thing they've ever done on Reddit, which is unfortunate. My boyfriend has this creepy friend who uses, like, he looks up women's Reddit because there's, like, dude subreddits. And they're a lot of fun. Like, if you like posting your body and stuff, you can just do it without putting your face in it. Like, there's Gone Wild as well as subreddits. I'm very recognizable from the neck down. Same, unfortunately. I would literally have to wear a burqa, but then cut out my tits and pussy area like yeah. that's the only way and or then we'd even have to photoshop still, you like you could there's still recognizable tattoos around my yeah. tits and pussy so. oh yeah for sure well and like yeah i also have like cra- like i have a, a birthmark on the as like the shape of africa on my inner thigh mm. literally like anybody who's ever seen me wearing shorts knows that that's yeah. me or like i have like two moles near my tits whatever um but yeah they're like super fun to post on even still like but this guy he finds women's usernames on like instagram and he'll plug them into reddit and he'll like find their gone wild posts and stuff so that's one of those things you have to worry about is literally the most effort for so little payoff yeah and like dudes like for some reason there's a genre of dudes you remember is anybody up of course i remember is anybody up that was my shit like one of the like most titillating genres i've noticed for porn is seeing people that you know naked local yeah you can go to pornhub and search salt lake city yeah it's usually like my friend autumn is on there Mm. from trails Mm. like it's some silly shit like anyway um okay so i'm gonna just read the update um i suspect 
that I might be my boyfriend of two years side chick. I love this. So TLDR um, of the original post, together for two years, strange behavior and circumstances make me suspicious. Found pictures of Facebook on Facebook of him with a girl. Can't prove whether that girl is his ex or not. Looking for advice. Um, so first of all, uh-huh. Uh-huh. you're dating someone for two years. For two whole fucking years. Two years. You've and never you, looked up on Facebook? Yeah, you found a picture of them with someone on Facebook, mm-hmm. and you don't know who that person is in relation to their life. Yeah, and from what I recall, this post is three years old, but I kind of remember it. From what I recall, he said he didn't really care about Facebook, so he didn't add her. And like, like out of nowhere, he started updating it, and it's probably because he got engaged, I think, from what I remember. So like, he wouldn't add her on Facebook, and he's like, oh, I'm never on there, oh, I'm never on there. And then she suddenly notices he's online a bunch, and then he's updated his photos, and it's of a girl. So he thinks that she, she's forgotten about the Facebook account, because they've been together for two years, you know? Uh-huh. And so now he's starting to do activity on it, and she can see it, even though they're not friends on Facebook. Okay. Um, so then she updates that post, right? Mm-hmm. Where she's like, I'm suspicious, and she says... So it's been a while. The story was developing and I didn't want to update without knowing anything for sure. I never expected my post to get so much attention. That's a trope. That's like a meme on Reddit. Never expected my post to get so much attention. Um, So just ignore that. (laughs) Um, So it says, so first off, thanks everyone. Um, As many people suggested, I started with a conversation with Tim, the boyfriend, where I made very clear how much the whole situation bothered me and why it was an issue. I tried to show him things from my perspective, try to make him understand why I was so upset. He said he understood and apologized. I cried, he cried. He said it was never his intention to hurt my feelings. And he realized he, it, it, he didn't realize Facebook was such a large issue for me. Oh um, God, I'm right? so triggered by that. Right, the gaslighting. That's straight up gaslighting. Didn't realize it was such a big deal. I didn't realize either. that Facebook was the end all be all to our relationship. Yeah. Like that's not, it has nothing to do with it. Yeah, I, sorry, I didn't realize that Instagram was, I didn't realize liking those photos was such a big deal. That is just the vehicle in which yeah. your bad boyfriend behavior rides upon. Uh-huh. Is gaslighting. It's yeah. like, there's them being like, sorry, it wasn't a big deal. Follow your instincts, ladies. If they're always right, I promise. <laughs> they really are. You're very rarely a crazy bitch. Uh, just come talk to us because we'll tell you if you're being an insecure yeah. kid. <laughs> I can recognize when shit's insecure and yeah. then I can recognize when like, oh, I'm low-key being shadow banned from my partner's Instagram. Oh, that's because they are trying to fuck the world. Yeah, the entire world. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so um, he said he was going to change and then I'd meet his friends. That was another thing. She had never met any of his friends. Oh, fucking red alert. Right? Or his family. Uh, oh, two years? Right. Okay, so he said it was going to change, and I'd meet his friends, see where he was staying, and get to Skype with his family. So she never went to his house, never met his friends, and never met his family in well, two whole Skype years. Skype with his family? Did they live out of state? I think so. Okay. I mean, probably not since everything's alive, but... Okay. Oh, <laughs> I can't wait. Right? He said I was the most important part of his life, and that he can't imagine it without me, and he wants to find an apartment so we can live together. Um, I decided to see if any of this actually happened, uh, so we made up. What I didn't mention is during my snooping phase before this conversation, I found the phone number to the landline where Stephanie lives and decided to call it asking for Tim. Stephanie is his ex, quote unquote. Um, Stephanie's dad answered when I asked for Tim. He told me to call his cell phone because that was the landline. So not exactly helpful, dot, dot, dot. Mm-hmm. But the quote unquote ex's dad told her to call the, like, what? Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, a couple days later, Tim and I talked. He texted me asking if I had called Stephanie's house asking for him. I decided not to lie and admitted it. He said that she texted him saying some girl with an accent called asking for asking or called her house asking for him. He immediately thought that it must have been me. 
I explained that I did it because I felt desperate for answers and wanted to know what was going on. She should have kept that one to herself. So I would have just called the dad and been like, hey, is Tim dating your daughter? <laughs> Literally, I would have right? been, what a dummy, dumb, dumb. This is this line makes me furious. I also told him it was inconclusive. That's just you hoping that he'll like disprove you. You're not looking for mm-hmm. real answers. Yeah. It's inconclusive. He got very upset and said I had betrayed his trust, acting like I was a crazy person. Choo-choo, gaslight. What is up? After a few days, he calmed down and forgave me, <laughs> saying that this may uh, that this may have pushback from me meeting his friends. So there's consequences for her wanting answers to, like, pretty obvious questions. Yeah, absolutely. There's always consequences. Absol- that is literally the telltale sign of yeah. a motherfucker, dude. He's creating debt. He's creating, mm-hmm. like, emotional debt that she has to pay off well, before she, she gets answers. He's literally reverberating the guilt off onto her. Yes, absolutely. Like she he clearly gets caught and then uh-huh. he just bounces it back He's and like, puts it on her. Yep. It's I incredible. Have a great story about that, but we'll save that Fucking for Fucking gymnastics, dude. That's oh, what that is. I know it's like emotional to, gymnastics. No, a hundred percent like trying to like kick a ball behind your head into somebody else's face. Yeah. Um I waited a few weeks to see if anything would change and unsurprisingly it didn't. So this past weekend, okay, props to our girl, even though this is like relationship natural selection and this relationship was doomed to fail and she should never be happy because she's a dumbass. Yes. um, This part, a little bit of cunning. She says, so this past weekend, he got very drunk one night and I was able to open his phone with his fingerprint while he was sleeping. Ooh. Well done. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. shit. Then what? Are you ready? I can't wait. I found texts from Stephanie from the day before talking about what they should make for dinner that night. He told me he was out of town for work that night. I found lots of hearts and I love yous and even him using the same pet names for her as he does for me. <sighs> he, w- he told her he was going out of town this weekend for work and how much he'd miss her. I looked through the past weeks of messages between them and he sent her quite a few of the same pictures that he had sent me. That's always that every time. They always recycle the pictures. They always recycle yeah. the pictures. One of my cheating boyfriends, our song was this Radiohead song, and he had Gross. fucked to it to the same like a, to a girl who was cheating with me because it works. I mean, if it didn't, God, I hate that shit. If it wasn't good, right? Um, he had invited her to have a glass of wine with his buddy and her girlfriend. He picked her up from work multiple times, and there were lots of conversations about who was making dinner and what they should eat. I went back and looked for dates where I knew he had slept over with me, and he'd always told her he was crashing at a friend's place or out of town. I also found a group message titled Family that included Tim, his sister, his mom, and Stephanie. What a heartbreaker. Could you imagine being the other woman there? It's so oh sad. I looked at pictures of Stephanie that she had sent him, and it was very obviously obvious to see that it was her in the pictures that I found on Facebook. So you guys you know were what right. what she should have done there? What? She should have taken a picture with his phone next to his body, like doing a thumbs up and then sent it to her. That's what I would have. That's what I would have done. Oh my God. Well, we know what you would have done. You would have been like, at first called Stephanie and been like, hey, can I send you an Uber? Mari <laughs> <laughs> is totally 1000% referencing something I did recently and in the last year where I uh, found messages and then I called that person and I said, I don't have my car right now because mm-hmm. the person that we are talking about has it, but I am so determined to beat the fucking shit out of you. Can I send you an Uber? Can I send you an Uber so that you'll come and fight me? That shit was... I was seeing complete red. Yeah, but... And you know that, like, Noelle also, once you had called... Like, I feel like, okay, so as a woman, let's say that your SO is cheating on you with me, mm-hmm. I know that you would calm down 
and then we would both go kill that man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and that's like, more than anything what would actually happen. And, yeah, and, like, that night, I um, apologized. She apologized. I apologized to yeah. her. And I was just like, this is, like, I'm redirecting a lot of the feelings I already had onto yep. you. And, like, I know that's not your fault a thousand percent. And then she wanted to buy me a drink. Yeah. Because that's just, you know. Well, because bitches, we know. We fucking, like, yeah. when you see a woman lash out at you like that, you know she's profoundly hurt because we've probably, most of us have been through that yeah. experience. And, like, to be fair, shout out to this girl. She was like, I understand because I've been there. Like, yeah. I, I understand why you did that. And um, I still don't like that girl, but for different reasons. I mean, sure. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, God only knows what shysty shit, like, he was trying to make happen. Yeah, oh, but, for sure. um yeah, for it was I threatened her life in yep. so many colorful ways. It was then, the funniest shit I've ever seen. Yeah, it was wild. Yeah, so. Noelle actually did this thing that scared the shit out of me. She called me and she's laughing on the other line. Yeah, and then she's crying uh-huh. the next minute and then laughing again, which yeah. is like Noelle is bitterly angry that's not like that's like not like i'm upset she's like crying because she's so mad and that's the scariest like if noelle is oscillating between crying and laughing that's the scariest (laughs) i've ever met it was definitely my joker face it was was like it was you were like bitch i will kill you yeah it was very good i literally think i said verbatim you fuck with the wrong one yep you fuck with the wrong one i'll never forget i need a bumper sticker (laughs) (laughs) So she says, I haven't talked to him yet, but when he comes over, blah, blah, blah. That's boring that she didn't break up with him and tell us about it. Yeah. Um, she's probably still with him, let's be honest. I I know that for fact. Right? Because she says, I also plan on contacting Stephanie with a letter, but, like, why wouldn't you contact her and then post it on Reddit? Like, you don't say what you intend to do. Mm-hmm. You don't air out the painful part and then not follow through yeah. with the hardest part. Yeah. So this bitch is probably still with her boyfriend. She's for sure with that yeah. dude. And he's probably married with a family at this point, and she's still the side bitch. Yep, true facts. Yeah, she hasn't posted since then, so I'm assuming... How exhausting. Yeah, that's straight exhausting. Nope, it's gone. Could Um, you imagine just two years of your life completely wasted? Just, like, on some dude that, like... But, like, also, I know that there's, like... I think there's a line between, like, trying to be a cool girl that's, like, aloof and, like, trying to, like, carry on with the rest of your life. Yeah. Like... That girl was 24 years old, so it's like, you're getting into your 20s. That's too old to be fucking around with that bullshit. Yeah, it's too old. Like, at 24 and you've been with somebody for two years, you should at least start talking about, like, you don't have to move in together. You could you don't have to move in together forever if you don't want to, but you need to at least set the standard for how your relationship's going to be. Yeah. And if you don't know any of his friends and his family and you want to know them and you still don't know them That's after a problem. two years, yeah, fucking kill yourself. Yeah, you're literally a side piece. Have yeah. some fucking self-respect. Have some fucking self-respect. Like, I can understand being a chill, cool girl who doesn't give a shit about his family or his friends and Mm -hmm. that makes you happy but if you've miserably been waiting for him to unveil you to his friends and family for two fucking years yeah that's you you're the worst you're the yeah you're the worst the type of people who end up in those situations have that personality yeah where they literally don't deserve anything more than dirt and they're usually really like boring people that know they have nothing to offer that's the kind of person where like go like you know when like you know when bitches break up and the first thing they do is get like a rock climbing gym pass. Like, oh, yeah. go get your fucking go graduate past the rock climbing gym. Okay, yeah. I yeah. don't know. If you know that you're a side piece and you're cool with being a side piece, you don't deserve anything other than being a side piece. That's exactly you just because don't. it's like so you don't have self respect for you and yeah. you don't have respect for other women. No, and that 
as far as I'm concerned, is the lowest of low. I completely agree. Like, and everybody goes through that phase before they discover that that is the lowest of low mm-hmm. because they think they're a cool girl. They think that someday that guy is going to dump his, you know, never. Main He's never gig. going to. He's never going to. You're literally just a side piece, but it takes time to figure it out. And if he does, you're going to get cheated on too. Oh, he will leave you in the way that he met you. Those dudes are worth nothing. Mm-hmm. Like those dudes that they're and like women think that they're like putting in like chips, like they're like earning chips whenever they get like a, a committed dick. Mm-hmm. But it's worth nothing because it will never commit to you either. Yeah. It's so it's fucking useless. hilarious. I'd rather date like a fucking pug with one leg. I would rather date nobody. Yeah, exactly. I'd rather be fucking alone. I would rather be alone forever with a sewn up vagina than deal with that bullshit. Right? Okay, so I haven't actually read this one. Oh, this one's deleted too. We'll just read the update then, I guess. Rip. Are you ready? Yes. This one is, um, I wish my SO cared about my life as much as he does about Pokemon Go. This is fun because I don't even think people play Pokemon Go anymore. Yeah, this think one's from eight do, months but... ago. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So it's like kind of new, but that's just old enough. too new. Yeah, I think okay. that's when the Alolan stuff came out. So it was like when there was like a breath of life back into Pokemon okay. Go. Um, okay, so after posting here, I took some of the comments about depression and talked to my significant other about how he feels and what I can do. Oh, this is boring. We talked about Pokemon Go and how he's using it as a coping mechanism and how that's okay. Um, is it though? No, is it though? Like, Therapy's is it really? probably better. Yeah, and you probably can afford it because Pokemon Go is a time investment. It's not cheap. It's microtransactions. It is microtransactions. Um, she said, I've also done a few raids with him and from people from his Discord. I'm really glad that he has this group of random Pokemon people. People use Discord for Pokemon Go? Yeah, actually... I have a Pokemon Go, or I had, sorry, I'm not, I haven't played Pokemon Go for a year and a half, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, I had a Pokemon Discord where it would drop the coordinates of rare spawns into the Discord. So you could like, it would be like 200 South, 224 East. What the like, fuck? Yeah. Isn't that wild? Like That's it was so just, fucking extra. it was so evil. It was cheating, but eventually Pokemon Go like put enough like stuff in that it stopped us from hacking it that way. But that's the only reason I had a discord. They used to, when we were super into it, they used to have the websites that would tell you. Yeah. Yeah. They could just go to, they shut that shit down real quick. So fast. Yeah. But this is just a partner being like super supportive. She's like, I wanted to thank everyone. Cause I guess that Reddit diagnosed her significant other with depression. Mm. And then she, like, talked to him, started playing Pokemon Go with him. This guy sounds like a loser, though, because he... Okay, I'm sorry. He doesn't have a job. Oh. 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 And I oop. And I oop. Which, to me, makes him, like, the villain. Like, he doesn't do anything except play Pokemon Go while she works all day and pays rent and buys groceries. So, like, everyone's commenting, like, I'm so glad you're such a supportive partner. And nobody's like, why are you dating a dude who doesn't have a job? Like, what's wrong with you? I hate that so much. Yeah, me too. I... Now dating a few people who are super into gaming, yeah, um, I can see how that's a make or break point, yeah, in a relationship, absolutely. Because they're having dated multiple people who have, yeah, like there's genuinely a point where they will fucking just like fall off the face of the earth to you, and it's weird not to take it personally, yeah, especially like, because I require more attention than like a fucking orchid well and you also still have the smacky like it's not like you've been destroyed and remade like you still do know that you have 
platinum pussy. Mm-hmm. You know what I, know. I mean? Like, I, you still I have know the tightest pussy this side of the Mississippi. Yeah, well, and it's also like... I do so many fucking Kegels, I can break a dick off inside of me. Literally. It's a promise. At any like given one, it's not like... You can even ask my exes and they'll agree. Yeah. They can hate me and block me on everything, including Venmo. they would still fuck you. And they would still be like, that's still the tightest pussy I've ever been Yeah, in. yeah. Well, they would also like, if you were like, hey, I want to fuck, they'd be like, yes, I will drop anything for that <laughs> just for one night. I don't, just know, don't, about, tell I don't know about that. I think they would. I don't know about that. I think we should test it. We have an opportunity. I would rather kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> I would rather swallow bleach and then also pour it in my asshole. Okay, well, fucking do that. Patreon followers, if you can get your <laughs> friends, if we can c- get a collective $100 on Patreon from subs referred oh my God. specifically to see if Noelle can get an ex to agree to fuck her, she doesn't have to fuck them. Any ex? Any ex. Oh, any ex, I could do that right now. <laughs> I was like, most recent ex, I'd rather go play in traffic. Yeah, I was going to say, that's the one I was thinking of, but that's just like... That's nightmare Well, town. not only that, but that's like inconvenient for me as your friend. <laughs> like, that would just like, that would be like messy, and I would that have would, to do damage control. Yeah, I'd have to be, be at your house with like a bat. That would be not good. Yeah, that would be fun. That All right, well... I almost created a really bad situation for myself out of boredom, which is I mean, yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking yikes, dude. Jesus. Okay. Yikes. So Pokemon Go, that one's a wash. This one is very exciting. I think this will probably be our last one since we've talked at length forever and okay. I have to pee. Okay, go. Um, all right. My brother-in-law invited me and my husband to an orgy. Perfect. Now, listen, I think it is essential that I include the ages here because I think that enlightens like what because these aren't swingers these are young people so my brother-in-law the brother-in-law is 34 so he is of swinger age Mm -hmm. invited me 27 female and my husband 29 male so these are young hot people Mm -hmm. that have been invited to an orgy by like a slightly younger person yeah um okay so this is the post are you ready can't wait this happened yesterday oh we went to my in-law's house to celebrate my father-in-law's birthday the entire family was there perfect including my brother-in-law and his wife perfect place to announce an orgy absolutely family reunions right oh i love that i know and also he's married your sister incest it's flaring up this is like incest adjacent okay you know like it's like just like two ships passing in the night almost incest it's the like rubbing a dick over the pants yes over the jeans incest yeah incest in general is like really really um like scratchy jeans too like you have a rash after mm-hmm. doing it you know what I mean? there's it. consequences yeah like children with <laughs> 17 eyes, 17 eyes. <laughs> um. can i just say really quick so jake yeah is pro incest on the fact that his argument is what harm does it do if they're consenting uh-huh. adults and i'm like all the harm and he's like well, scientifically, it would take like incest over years constantly yeah. to create those types of genetic mutations that like girls have eyes stuff. I know this he's already. Like, he's like, so for the sake of argument, I'm pro incest. And I'm like, I hate everything about you. I really think, listen, it's it's played, it's been done, but I really think you and Jake need an argument podcast because every single argument you've had that I've even like heard a whisper of, I've been like, oh yeah, I want to know everything about that argument. Like, I'm <sighs> he, sorry. He thinks that he has hot takes, but uh-huh. they're not hot. They're just nuclear in the fact that they're so wrong <laughs> that they just irritate you. Do you know what I mean? Like, Maybe that's his way of flirting with you is just by being so horrifically wrong. Is it? Because it might be. I just, be, then he 
he throws it at everyone when he opens his big dumb mouth and says all these dumb things that are wrong. <laughs> he embarrasses me in front of my friends. Like, it's a hot take would be like, ooh, that's spicy. His takes are literally like the beginning of fucking Chernobyl yeah. when they pick up a rock that's glowing and then their hand melts <laughs> off. Like, it's not a hot take, it's dumb. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I feel that, but I also, I mean, I agree with his incest take, but there's also conditions. Like, a father fucking a daughter, unacceptable, yeah. no matter what the conditions are. I agree. Are. Mother fucking a son, completely unacceptable, I agree. no matter what the conditions are. Um, my friend used to bang her stepbrother, but they weren't related oh, in any I'm, way. I'm in the gray area of step-siblings who aren't right. related. Well, and they like, got married when their parents were 14. Or sorry, not their parents. Sorry, they were 14 when their parents got married, so they were the same age. So mm. I was like, of course you put two horny 14-year-olds who have never known each other, and they're gonna fuck. Yeah. Like, that's just, yeah. that's just literally, like, that's science. 14 is, like, the hottest hormonal age too. Yeah. I don't mean hot as in sexy. I mean hot like you've got so many hormones you're that you're pumping anything is... that's around. Yeah, and creating friction and fire. Get rid of every pillow yeah. on the couch. Oh my god, They're don't. Dead. All the socks you have to recycle. Gone. You can't if Goodbye. you wash. Yeah, just socks. That bleach smell, it's not what you think it is. Nope. Um, but yeah, so this orgy here, um, my in-laws were celebrating my father-in-law's birthday. The entire family was there. Now everyone knows they're in an open marriage. So everybody knows the brother-in-law and sister are in an open marriage. Okay. And they're part of a swingers club. So everybody knows they're part of a swingers club. What? Mm. They're super open. I want to be a part of this family. What? That's a dope. a fun little family. Yeah, what a fun little... Oh it's like God. very meet the fuckers. They just right? want to talk about sex at dinner. Yeah, exactly. Everybody's just horny all the time, but mm. not for each other. Like, except... except. So this one, uh, she says, I never had any issue with that. Neither did my husband. We never had an interest in doing that sort of thing. What a weirdly accepting... I bet this family doesn't have any problems except this orgy thing. <laughs> except this one minor this one detail tiny so imagine my surprise when my brother-in-law after making some small talk told me that he was organizing a small orgy with a couple of friends and they needed two people what's a small orgy i want to know the number like is it what eight is, to ten i'm assuming that like a small orgy is, or is like that four i think four that, to six oh my god because no because a four need... is a foursome so if you if you're using the word some to describe it it's still in the the some category but like you, six sum starts to sound an okay. eight sum. Six to eight. Yeah, I'm thinking six to ten is still small. Okay. Because six sum is where the sum word stops sounding flowy. Well, yeah. If you had four and you need two more, then you know now it's an order. Oh, uh, now it's an order. See? See that so sense. they've already got one couple and they mm -hmm. just need two more. Let's mm -hmm. see if we're correct about this because I bet they reveal the number. Um, and what do you know? Me and his brother were the perfect couple for it. Oh, so it's the brother, brother-in-law. Got mm -hmm. it. So it's not her sister. It's his brother. Yeah. Which for some reason I feel more open to like brothers fucking each other's wives. Yeah. Rather than like sisters fucking each other's. And that's just like a social construct in my head. That's mm -hmm. why it's more acceptable. Mm -hmm. You're um, out here supporting the patriarchy. Yeah. I mean, I'm not actively supporting because I'm aware, but of course awareness is only the first step. Exactly. <laughs> um, I never in my life felt so uncomfortable as I did in that moment. I don't know. I find that hot. I like it when people are attracted to me. I'm not going to lie. I'm Whoa. kind of narcissistic. Whoa. And even if it was like, I mean, I wouldn't agree to it. I'm going to be real. Like, I don't know if I want to open that can of worms of like fucking somebody I that don't... I have to see at family functions. Yeah. It's like and fucking a coworker. Yeah. You don't share what you eat. Yeah. Also, I don't like the idea of having to like wax my asshole for a group of people. Yeah, that's a lot because they have to see it from every single angle. Yeah. And like, I also imagine that swingers, like the areas that they're fucking in, what do you call that? A living room? It's got to be well lit. <laughs> yeah, a fucking room. Oh <laughs> it's got to be well lit. So like every inch of you needs to be like, you know what I mean? You, you know no that control. there's swingers clubs in, in Salt Lake downtown? In Draper specifically, mm -hmm. they have a huge swingers club. There's problem. a warehouse. 
Really here? Yeah, and you have that to have a membership card to get in. I just imagine like laying on a fucking like concrete slab and being like, this is great. <laughs> it, I wish I knew where they were. I um, want to find out. I know about them from yeah. our mutual friend who was in the BDSM community as a professional dominatrix. Oh, I know who that is. Yeah. And we talked about it. Oh, that's amazing. And how you need a membership and also how they're like convoluted with weird people. Anyway. Uh, yeah, probably old people. Who are old people for sure. Yeah. Um, okay. I told him no, we weren't interested, but just to keep an open mind and then I should talk to my husband before giving an answer what the fuck after that i just avoided both him and his wife and to be honest i didn't much enjoy much of the celebration i kept thinking about what had happened i don't think anyone heard it because there's a lot of noise there wasn't any alcohol around my house since my father-in-law has issue with issues with it in the past so they couldn't even blame being drunk mm. i still haven't told my husband about it because i don't even know if i should they both barely have a relationship due to some conflicts in the past and they very said very clearly that we weren't interested um so, conflicts in the past when they had previous orgies that's what i'm like well in the that's like so such a mysterious red flag there that's like we'll talk to your husband mm-hmm. before you say no to our orgy proposal like mm-hmm. what is it does it mean that the husband's like fucked his wife maybe yeah in the maybe, past maybe maybe i've already read this because i could be i couldn't oh i could be revealing some things Here we go. Not. are you ready for yeah. the update all right I decided to give an update since we finally reached the end of this mess from the first post. I told my husband shortly after I posted the story um, because I was feeling very anxious. I don't think I have to say that my husband was livid, but I'd never seen him like that before. So he's angry that she posted. Mm, She's angry that she posted the story. Yeah. That that happened. Why? Because we'll find out. It's happened before. Yeah. After a lot of talking, I ended up learning a lot about the relationship between him and my brother-in-law. So I'm just going to say his brother. To keep things short, his brother is a huge asshole who has ruined relationships for my husband in the past. The only reason he didn't ruin ours was because my husband put a lot of distance between myself and his family. His family, by the way, always chalked it up to sibling rivalry and never did anything to help him, so I don't blame him. What? His brother's a hoe. Say it ain't so. Your mom's a hoe. (laughs) Whoever that paper, your Your mom's mom's a hoe. All right, what happened after? My husband called my brother-in-law and asked him not to contact us anymore. He only wanted him to apologize for dragging me into his orgy business. Brother-in-law denied his request saying it was a joke and I should be able to take a joke. Ugh. He hung up on us and was like that for a few days until we received a call from my mother-in-law who was very angry. His brother had told her that my father-in-law... Oh, wait. His brother told her and my father-in-law what had happened. And he was very upset that he couldn't even make jokes. So my mother-in-law was calling to say that we, as the brother-in-law's family, weren't going to be invited to family gatherings anymore. So she has to accept this fake orgy joke proposal that was definitely real. real. Mm -hmm. And the whole family believes this sounds fake. The whole family believes him and not her. No, I don't think that sounds. I don't think that sounds fake. I think it sounds like a shitty family, like a family that like he's the older brother that's probably like more successful or whatever, Mm -hmm. and they favor him. Yeah, they're excusing the favorite. I bet the I bet the brother's probably like it, whether it's like less handsome or less successful, there's something about the brother that's like, oh, we don't side with him. Yeah. And it's always really shallow. Have you ever noticed that yeah, in families? Absolutely. Like, you're like, well, she's not as that's how it was with my family. Like I was like this weird, gangly little skeleton. My sister was like this beautiful, like little she looked like a like the Gerber baby kinda, mm-hmm. like perfect. And I remember everyone was always like, who's that weird demon? And I was just like quiet and reading in the corner. But mm-hmm. people would like antagonize me all the time for no reason. Because I was just like a weird, I was like an ugly goose. You, you know, like gangly monster. Yeah, I was just like a little gangly, like creepy. And I had like really crooked teeth. 
And I just remember being antagonized for being ugly all the time. Mm-hmm. When my, and it's because, like, in contrast, my sister was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Good. <laughs> but it's Karma just, has come back. Right? It's funny how families, like, prioritize, like, really shallow, like, whether it's money or looks mm-hmm. in families. Yeah. Yeah. At least the more charismatic one. Yeah, exactly. It's like is... stepbrothers. The shitty brother <laughs> is the favorite. That's the truth, though. It's it is true. Oh, I never cared for Job. (laughs) 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 Oh, good stuff. Uh, I told my husband about the call and he was surprisingly calm this time around, saying it was unusual behavior and that if I wanted to make an effort, he didn't care very much about his family. Mm-hmm. At this point, I was very angry and I'd never seen his, this behavior in his family before and it was so frustrating. I told him not to bother and that it would be up to him to decide. So they're defaulting to each other. No, yeah. I don't want to make a decision. You make a decision. Yeah. Um, we kept to ourselves and nobody reached out until Monday when my father-in-law called to say that our brother-in-law invited us to spend Christmas with, Christmas with his family because his wife was pregnant, probably not with his kid yeah. because of the orgies. <laughs> I love that. Right? But then you get like a surprise kid, so that's kind of fun. I mean, that's um, a weird definition of fun. Yeah, I guess that's a little more permanent than I'd really, my brain is willing to cope with there. <laughs> uh, he only wanted to make sure that we knew this because he didn't want us showing up to ruin everyone's good time yeah uh, yeah yeah this is just a fucky family that's all this is yeah that's the end of it i was hoping it would be more fucked up than that but like it turns no, out no it's just frustrating yeah like, i definitely know those types of families who pick the favorite and it doesn't ha- matter how much evidence you have that the yeah. favorite is a piece of shit they'll always side with them yeah i feel like yeah that's still like my brother and my sister both have been to rehab my re- my little sister's been to rehab once and my brother's been to rehab three times and for some reason, I'm still, like, the weird out, like, gangly goblin outcast. Mm-hmm. And it just, like, it happens really young. Like, parents really do, like, not all parents, but a lot of them pick favorites. Absolutely. And they just, like, run with it. Yeah. So it's such a wild. They put all their eggs in that one basket. Now they got to see it through. Yeah. Thanks for having this therapy session with me. Holy shit. I didn't realize I had so many buried mommy issues. Well, it was obvious to me. Yeah, right? Thanks, <laughs> thanks Reddit. Thanks, Noelle, for always getting it out of me. I know it's. I took to your mom too easily. Just too easy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was just a little too easy yeah. there. Yeah. You just had to be like, oh. Yeah. She's trying to take my mom from me. I mean, my mom, all she wants is more children to take care of. It's true. And like, but grown ones. Yeah. That she doesn't have to put that much real yeah. estate into. I mean, it's the same reason why she is a part of a pug rescue. She needs yeah. to be like caring for something. Yeah, absolutely. At all times too. Mm-hmm. Like if I catch Amy at a moment where she's like idle, I know I can like get a Christmas present out of her. Oh, absolutely. Like, and it would be like handmade probably. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. she'd send me cookies. Yeah. Like, and it's not, my relationship with your mom is not about material stuff. It's literally about just sucking up as much maternal affection as mm-hmm. I can get in those moments when she's here. Yeah. And it's pretty good. You actually. got to. You have she's to. She's got a lot to give. Yeah. She, she bought one of Rachel's prints. You know? I know. That's like the sweetest fucking, I want to go to your parents' house one day. I mean, I will. I know I will. Mm-hmm. And just see it. Yeah, they are for sure going to hang it up. Yeah, absolutely. Like, somewhere nice, too. It'll yeah. be, like, prominent. People will be like, who's that girl with the cat ears? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. I, if you put a good picture out, my mom will try to buy it and print it. Yeah, she's the fucking cutest My mom person. is printing a picture out of Rachel before me. <laughs> she's <laughs> my, my four daughters. Literally, <laughs> like, she's anytime a picture of us. 
My mom's Instagram is just a fan page for all of us. I know. I love it. She'll screenshot pictures of us and then repost them on her page. And the first time she did it, I was like honored. Yeah. I was like, compl- I like wanted like an award ceremony with like, it's just like a golden statue of your mom's face. <laughs> I'm like, thank you so much for making me a part of the Cummings family. Like, <laughs> just thank you so much. That's all she wants. Yeah. It's I know it. literally, it's a privilege. We'll have to clip this and send it to her. I know. Well, she listens sometimes. Oh, does she? Yeah. I was going to say, it's probably a little hard to listen all the time because some of the shit we say is just ridiculous. Well, she she's listened pretty actively since, like, uh, the Chelsea and I taking over. Yeah. Because she wanted to, like, see how we were doing. Aww. My mom's the one who told me that I stopped doing advertisements. Oh, yeah. She's like, you stopped doing advertisements. Why? And I was like, because I'm literally barely surviving. And yeah. she's like, well, maybe you should start that up again. And I'm like, bitch, okay, fine. We should, like, go door to door to businesses and be like, hi. Here's the most heinous clip from this podcast. Can you handle it? Okay, can you give us money? Right, I'm going to door-to-door fucking salesman it. Yeah, actually, that would be kind of a funny, good, like, episode. Going to, like, Just bars. Just film it. Yeah. Try to get bars to sponsor us. Oh, my God. We should do that. Yikes. I'm so ready. I'm I know not. I can get you to do anything in the name of money. So. <laughs> not wrong. Not wrong. Not wrong. Okay. Thanks for reading Reddit with me and having yeah. therapy. Don't worry, I have even better. I'll actually have time to like bet some really, really good ones. Yeah, we're going to give Kari her own um, incest episode, the incest so extravaganza. And uh, like, and Noelle and Rachel, I have to like um, tie them to the chairs and they have to be there. Mm-hmm. You have to be present mm-hmm. and you have to sit through the whole thing. Okay. Okay. I'm, yeah. It great. combines my love of bondage and incest. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay. Stop this shit and let's get out of here before I pee my pants. I know, I have to pee.